0: Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Mage Death. So let's just uh, get on a roll. We have some new cards to talk about later, so let's go ahead and hit last week's poll question first. Mage, what did we have last week?
1: Sure. Last week's poll question we asked you, which class do you hope improves the most with the mini set? And we had some great responses to this. 67 votes in all. And Shaman was hands down the winner of, of this with 56.7% of the vote. Demon Hunter was actually second with 19.4%. Uh i am going to say Druid was actually last below other with 10.4% and so here's the the other votes and i and i love these we got a couple priests they wanted to see priest be the uh, best including deliver who responded and said he wants priest because he wants chaos which i think is exactly what would happen if priest became the best class i i, l- I like said. priest or I, i'm pro i'm pro that that statement <laughs> We al- we also had two uh, votes for warlock, and we even had a vote for paladin to be the most improved after the mini set. Apparently, it's rain over the last um, expansion and a half or more. Uh, had wasn't enough for that person. So,
0: uh, I mean, people like paladin. I th-
1: <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, paladin is uh, is. <laughs> It's quite good. I imagine there's still going to be pretty solid choice after the mini set goes live. But um, but yeah, those were the votes. Um, one other comment is hopefully just to make the game feel a less like arena was was a comment as well. So there wasn't a specific uh, class associated with that one. So I think that's kind of an inter- interesting take as well. So. We'll have a poll question at the end of this week's episode. Thank you again to all of you that voted, and uh, yeah, I will turn it back over to you for some news. Alright,
0: so a lot going on this week. Um, Wayland Cavern's mini-set is set to be released on June 3rd, so two days from this recording we'll have a mini-set. There's 35 unique cards like Dark Moon Races, entire 66-card set Includes 4 legendary cards, 1 epic card two, times 2, 14 rare cards times 2, so 2 copies of each, and 16 common cards times 2, so a play set of everything. 66 cards set will be obtainable from the shop for fourteen ninety-nine. We will talk about the cards revealed so far during our main topic, and keep in mind too, if you don't want to spend the 20 bucks... And you've saved up packs. They will; those cards will now be in packs too, and with rarity um, uh, protection, you will you'll hit those commons first. And so, with a few packs, if you didn't want to go in, um, so you can still pick up most of it through packs as well. Yeah,
2: so and it's also going to be available for gold as well. So, the yeah, two thousand US yeah. or two thousand gold. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I thought I had that in there, but it seems to be missing now. So It's somewhere else. Yes, 2000 just.
0: It's somewhere else in here. There's a an, there's another note in here where it says what it is. Yeah, so I've read it. Um Share Deck feature will should be fixed in patch 20.4 later this week. Apparently it broke with the introduction of Quillboard patch in May, which shows you how much I use the Share Deck feature. <laughs> um Jay Alexander posts a Hearthstone Crash course. It is a 94-page deep dive into the major aspects of the game, like learning mindset, the resources of Hearthstone, and deck building, and the importance of data.
1: Looking to complete... It's very, very lengthy. I He posted it on uh, Saturday, I want to say, or Sunday. Sunday, excuse me, the 30th. And uh, it's very like he's been talking about posting it for a while uh very very smart player is always near uh top the top of legend and i imagine i haven't gotten very far in this but i imagine there's a lot of interesting things in here so uh if that's something you'd be interested in uh i'm not sure i'd call it 94 pages a crash course because that, that. yeah that's i agree like with that quite, but but uh if if that's um yeah, you can, the, He's got them separated into different sections, so maybe you take a section at a time. But uh, I, I, I imagine there's going to be some interesting things in there.
0: Okay, so looking for looking to complete the fortune of Baron's achievements. Check out the <laughs> excuse me. Check out the out of cards guide. Three guides available so far. So we have demon hunter, druid, and hunter, which will all be linked in the show notes as usual
1: so you get that xp for uh for completing those achievements so if you're looking for that you
0: also tank your rating but you know who's counting (laughs) (laughs) what is that sorry i'm coughing mage is coughing we're all drinking water so (laughs) there might be a few blank periods in audio yeah i'm
2: the weather's warming up too so so, like yeah drink your water it's good Good for
0: exactly. It. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Stay yeah. hydrated. That's exactly. Good. So Blizzard announces no in-person BlizzCon for 2021. They did announce another event for early 2022 with details. more details to come. We're planning a global event for the early part of next year, combining an online show along the lines of our recent BlizzCon online with smaller in-group in-person gatherings. We'll share more as our plans come together. then we go to grand masters week 7 possessi Blyze, and muzzy get wins in the final week of grand masters before playoffs um deck lineups for the winners is possessi had rush warrior otk demon hunter miracle rogue and Nazoth control uh, priest Blyze had otk demon hunter secret Libram paladin control priest and rush warrior and Muzzy had secret, uh, Libra and Paladin, Undacy Mage, Nazoth Control Priest, and Miracle Rogue. And the insane thing is that Blize and Muzzy could have potentially been rele- relegated at the end of the w- the beginning of the weekend. Now they're in playoffs. So
2: <laughs> yeah, I know Muzzy for sure. I think there was uh, some statistic that was run to show like their chances or something, or like the odds that they would would be able to do that and like i think if i remember correctly when i saw that muzzy had like a two percent chance of doing that or something (laughs) like insanely small and he pulled it off it's like that is just crazy but there were some really good games yeah for uh, sure they were good so definitely if you're looking for some some high level play uh going back and watching some of those at least the kind of like finals would be be a good place to start to watch some of those matches and that
0: fuzzle, final game, when Muzzy wins that final game, like, he gets so hype. It is ridiculous. It's just really inspiring, because, yeah. like, you could tell how much that meant to him. So, like... There,
2: there was a lot of that over the weekend, I Yeah, like. Oh, yeah, for sure. You really tell, like, the, the players, who it, it really meant a lot to them. And that's awesome to see, too, because I feel like sometimes it's the community or just some of the the competitive stuff is very focused on what's going wrong or, you know, well, we don't like this thing about this or this part of the the competitive scene is terrible or it's a prize pool, this or whatever. But the times we do get to see, especially those grandmasters really show like how much those games mean to them, even though they do that all the time, right? They play all the time, but Getting to see when it really means a lot to them is definitely inspiring, and I'm I'm really glad that we got to see that from some of the players.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so the 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 sad news is relegation. So the po- players have been relegated. Um, in APAC, it was Tyler High Three, Lambie Series, and Tom six o two nine six o two two nine. Um, Europe was Zim, Swids, I and Bunny Hopper. America's was Briarthorn, Impact, and Teen Show. But High Three, Lambie Series, and Bunny Hopper may remain in GMs due to their Master Tours performances. I know, uh, Bunny Hopper was on number four. I wasn't sure where Lambie's and Lambie Series and High, High Three are. Which, uh, says something about Bunny Hopper considering how much more competitive Europe is for Grand Masters. So. And I know, I know, I'm pretty sure Gabby's getting in. So three French, because like half of, half of, uh, European grandmasters is the French scene. And I know at least Gabby's coming in, another French player. So like, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for everyone who gets, um, uh, relegated. They're all fun players to watch. And it's, it's always sad to see someone go because you like, I've watched all these guys play, and they all are super solid players, and they deserve to be in Grandmasters, so it's unfortunate. But eh, it is what it is, and that's such as Grandmasters, and it's their way to rotate um, the talent in the system. So, Okay, well, that's all the news, so let's go on and talk about The main topic and what everyone's hoping we had more about instead of just getting (laughs) a a drop probably an hour before the patch goes live. um, We have our Wailing Caverns cards revealed. So we have eight of 35 of the cards so far So,
2: yeah, I know. Exactly. Yes. (laughs)
1: By the time you're hearing this, there is a non-zero chance you will know all the rest of the cards. So know that we are recording this Tuesday evening when only eight cards are available. So we're going to talk about those eight. But we would like to be in the future with you, so that we could be talking about the rest of the cards. So, if you like to, if you'd mind. like
0: to discuss the rest of those cards in the future, come to our Discord and we'll chat with you about there, them. There,
1: there, there you, there, you go. Exactly.
0: Yes.
1: Well, so what first is? Of it, all, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, first of all, the video didn't show any the the announcement video was not uh did not show any cards but it was still fantastic two and a half minutes and they're talking about going into the whaling caverns and how dangerous it is dangerous it is and it's just fantastic so if you have not seen that uh highly recommend you 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 watch that it's on youtube and uh would Mm -hmm. would recommend because we get to see some of the uh the legendary minions uh uh, like gruff Rune, totem and rikara and, and some of them uh in talking about going into the wailing caverns and it's it's just fantastic also i
0: will know it's more animated than they usually do too usually it's just like you know stock frames where you know you just have uh you know they they change the picture um but this time they actually put some animation, in and it looked really good. Shockingly enough, when Blizzard put something out, it's generally pretty polished. So like, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, which is generally most most of the Hearthstone videos they put out. So, so what is what is everyone's initial thoughts on these on these cards so far? So uh,
2: the cards are well. I- I'll just say I love the theme. I remember playing through Wailing Caverns so many times, so many times when I played WoW, especially because then it's like every time you make an alt, then you got to do it again. And then I was always the person that was like, after a while I'd be like, all right, I'm tired of this character. I'm going to make a new character. And I just start over. So I did Wailing Caverns a lot. So I'm, I'm excited for this. I love the theme of it. I'm really, I've, would definitely love to see all of the cards and not just these eight but I think it's a really cool theme and I'm excited to see what like all of the cards look like afterwards um so far I guess just my overall take on the cards we've seen they're very interesting they seem very um there's a specific word I'm looking for uh tailored I guess um they seem a little bit more specific in the things they do than previous cards i feel like so i'm kind of curious to see what the other cards because that could just be the ones they've showed us and they could have some that are a little bit more general um but that's my initial take on it uh what do you think mage
1: Like like you, I like the I like the theme, and I think that the cards right now um, that we've seen, we've seen a couple I think that are actually pretty pretty good, and we've seen some that are um, might be good if the meta is in a certain place, and then we've seen a few that I think are going to take a little bit of time to actually see some play. So I. I I, I don't I don't want to pass any judgment on the whole set based on what we've seen so far, but I like the fact that there does already appear like there's going to be a couple cards that 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 you're going to want to play and uh, and specifically for the shaman card I think is actually might might be uh, solid enough to kind of push them into into viability which a lot of people in our poll said they wanted to see so yeah that's that's, that's where I'm at. Daring, how about you? Where where are you at, just with the initial impressions?
0: I think it's a super fun... I was always an Alliance player, so I didn't really go through the Wailing Caverns. So, like, I'm not super familiar with that area, but I've done a lot of Alliance side, so I'll be much more familiar at the next expansion, so I have a lot more input on the aesthetics, and, like, I didn't really do any any horde characters, so I don't really wasn't really super familiar with Man Crick and stuff like that. So hopefully there'll be some funny stuff, more more amusing stuff for me on the Alliance side of the expansions. But um it seems fun. Um I think it's what I've seen so far seems super interesting. Um I don't know necessarily know that everything's going to see play, but it they're doing something different and they're trying to make balance powerful effects with new cards so like i'm on board
1: <laughs> sorry
0: sorry <laughs> it's okay
1: i was gonna say something and then uh a cough came out instead so i apologize <laughs> to everyone who who got that in their ear um I was going to say, Wailing Caverns is like a a low-level dungeon, if I remember right. I've played more Alliance than Horde side. I'm thinking it was around level 20 or so, if I remember right. Uh, Please feel free to correct me. Um, But I I think that was the case. It's... uh, a lot of nature, a lot of druids going on in there, and, and different things like that. And so, I would expect that with some of the card art and that. And, and funnily enough, we have we got to see three uh, druid cards of the of the eight cards we've seen. Three of them are druid cards, so that's uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah.
2: Well, let's start talking about them. We can start. Well, I guess uh, I can start with the first one is a neutral and one of the four legendaries that we got. Uh, Mutinous the Devourer is a seven mana four four Murloc. Battlecry, eat a minion in your opponent's hand. Gain its stats. Uh, This is pretty interesting. I feel like this is, uh, it reminds me of Silas, like that, that kind of it's got the same stat line, the 7 mana 4-4, four, four, that can have a powerful effect. But it's also going to be uh pretty situational, I feel like. So I'm interested to see how much play it, it sees. Because there were points when Silas was seeing a lot of play. And then there's been points where like nobody plays Silas. <laughs> so I feel like it's gonna kind of fit in that same same kind of area but I'm I'm interested. I want to see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like Silas Silas had a controllable outcome. This doesn't and that's the issue with him, I think is is the problem. He seems fun. It's very interesting because it potentially could disrupt your opponent to the point where it just wins the game for you but at the same point in time you have no control over what it does, and you're potentially spending, you know, uh, seven mana for four four. That might be a five five, you know, just hypothetically. Like, pro- like worst case scenario. Like, let's say you get a two drop. Like, you could be a you know a six seven or something like that. So like, e- or your opponent has no minions in their hands. Like that's a possibility too. This card is a flat loss against like Token Druid or anything with those like spell mage. They don't have any minions in their hand. This 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 card's a zero, so they,
1: they got font of power. They're gonna have minions in their hands. They might it's, they
0: might have minions in their hand.
1: Might. To, yes. Token Druid though is this is gonna be a hard card to play against it because they don't they're not running minions and by turn seven, you might be staring down a board that's been uh Arbored Up and Soul of the Forest, and you're just dead. So it's uh it's interesting. But it is a it is um card disruption. The the battle cry Eat a minion means that it basically removes the card from your opponent's hand. It's not a discard effect it's not a death effect they can't the the minion cannot be rezzed um or anything like that it is effectively gone like the reno poof um it just disappears from their hand and they don't have it for the rest of the game and so like if you're lucky enough to hit ilganoth then hey you're you have probably won that game against uh a, against a, a demon hunter but Yes, the odds are not necessarily in your favor that this is going to hit something. It's going to be very um, skill-intensive, on uh, uh, knowing the right time to play it and having an idea of what is in your opponent's hand, and and making sure that you hit a a, a potentially valuable piece. Um, but it but it's definitely I I think that there. I think that there's going to be a place for this at some point and whether or not it's the rest of this expansion or the rest of this year, I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like this might see, see some play. I I think the Silas uh, comp with regards to how much we'll see it is probably pretty accurate. It's, you're going to need to be on the more value uh, side of of a deck of a deck as opposed to uh more you know initiative focused or or trying to be uh aggressive and it the the meta can't be too fast for you because it's just it ends up being that you just aren't going to be alive to play this so um yeah i i, I, I think this is i think this is cool but yeah i'm not sure how much it's going to actually see play
0: yeah so
1: you'll
2: see play when it's generated somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like creating Angle, uh, under light angling rod <laughs> yeah or a random uh legendary and there you go and then uh all of a sudden yeah. there's this yep murloc yes you're gonna <laughs>
1: you're, you're gonna love it when Brightwing makes this for you right? <laughs> exactly that's that's, that's, how, that's how that's gonna work
0: uh so let's let's talk about the uh the new kind of card, a new kind of minion. So we have the dungeoneers. Let's start with the primal dungeoneers. A three mana, two three shaman minion. Battlecry, draw a spell. If it's a nature, also draw an elemental. Um, seems like a very good thing if you have nature spells, which shaman has a lot of nature spells. <laughs> And you have a lot of elementals in your deck. And all of a sudden, it's a 2-3 three for 3 that draws two cards. So imagine if Arcane Intellect came with a 2-3 body. Now you have to actually, you know, hit a nature spell. And even then, it's a 2-3 body that draws you a card. That draws you a spell. So specifically, you, you have an idea of what you could possibly pull. So, um... Yeah, pulling spells out of your deck is really powerful, and it's got a, uh understated body, but the effect's powerful. So it seems like, this one seems like it could do a lot for Shaman. So...
1: This card is fantastic, and the exact kind of card I wanted when I said I wanted help for Shaman. It is card draw. It is a minion. It... It it does synergize with some existing tribes, and it does so in a way that allows for some flexibility in how you're building it. Meaning, you're probably going to run a very nature-heavy spell deck, or like a nature-spell-heavy deck. You're probably not running any spells that aren't nature spells, or very few. And you're probably running at least some elementals because some of the elementals that shaman has access to are quite good and so you know you have nature spells that are some of the most powerful ones that shaman has access to elemental shaman was close to to some viability it just needed some help and and this card kind of hits both of those uh aspects so i i think i think this is Going forward, I think this is going to see a lot of play in Shaman.
2: Yeah, this this is fantastic. I was I don't think I could have been shaking my head or like uh nodding harder <laughs> when Mage was saying this is the card, like yes, yes. This this seems fantastic. I think this is definitely gonna see a lot of play. And I just pulled up uh even just the aggro shaman deck that we've already kind of seen on HS replay. And I'm just going to read off some nature spells here. Lightning bolt. Landslide rock biter weapon, serpent shrine portal, storm (laughs) strike, dunk tank, uh, like lightning bloom. Hello. That's so many. Lava burst is
1: nature too. I think. Yeah.
2: Like, there, I believe so.
1: Or is that fire? That might be fire.
2: Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look at that. Um, but there's so many that are already being run in an archetype, and I feel like these would be pretty easy. Like, this would be pretty easy to just slot in. Uh, even torrent is also nature, but it's like there's just so many that are already... Being played when Shaman is being played. Lava
0: versus Fire, uh-huh. by the way. So,
2: okay, okay, that but,
1: that might not even be in standard right now, is it?
0: Or, yes, it is. It lava versus is okay. standard. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: but yeah, this just the fact that and and we'll we're gonna get to these other ones too. But the fact that you get the body and at least one draw is just so good. And then there's a potential upside too. It's like these kind of seem like this one specifically is kind of like um wow, now I'm blanking the rogue card that draws this is a combo card, draw a spell and then a minion
0: swindle swindle <laughs> swindle,
2: yeah. thank you, I was like, I can see the artwork and everything, but the mm. name is eluding me yeah it's it's kind of like a swindle with a body. Um, which that sees play. I mean, things that draw specific minions and, and like, uh, even in warrior, we're seeing that it's just like, it seems so good. And like Mage said, this is, I feel like something like this is what people were wanting for shaman specifically is they wanted more draw. Now, again, the other ones we'll talk about here in a minute, but specifically for shaman draw was missing. And this kind of fits that. So we'll see. I I think this could be a staple in a lot of shaman decks, though, just to draw something. I'm not sure how people are going to incorporate elementals in it yet, if they're going to do just a couple or.
1: So I think initially what's going to end up happening is you're going to make an elemental deck with just nature spells in it so that you can use this and draw two cards. But I think this is good enough that we might see a situation where you're basically running this card in in uh in a more say aggressive deck that only has a very few minions thinking i'm thinking like the 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 uh like the, the two effect. mana tutu that gives you your weapon that tutors out your weapon oh, or so yeah. or 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 like the new the uh the Lily Pad Lurker that gives you, you know, uh, allows you to hex something and puts a five six on the board. A very limited elemental package, but you'd know what the elementals were that you were you would be tutoring by playing yeah. this card, and you'd get another spell besides it. Cage Match Custodian I, is the card you're thinking of. Yes, the custodian. So yeah. it's it's one of it's one of those things where I I think that's how it's going to end up going, and I think. Both scenarios could work, and I, and I think I think the obvious one is a more elemental focused deck that has a bunch of nature spells in it. That seems obvious, but I think the the deck that runs a minimal complement of elementals um might work as well.
2: Yeah, I can definitely see that. Like I I feel like we even saw that with warrior. Like with Watley, people were running a lot more, and then over time, it kind of just you know. The, even these are the good ones, right? Yeah. yeah, like there's yeah. one dragon in there, you know, and people have messed with that. But yeah, it's kind of got that mix of like a draw, like a, a half swindle, but also Watley type effect. So, and it's early enough that it can help fill in a curve potentially too. Like it just seems really good.
0: Okay, so the next one I think is a card that. Is not for now, but the future, which is the Frostweave Dungeoneer. It's the mage one. It's a three mana, two, three again. Battlecry, draw a spell. If it's a frost spell, summon two, one, one, elementals that freeze. Um, Don't see that. Seen a lot of play right now until we get rid of some other things or, you know, we get support for the next set. But it seems interesting, but like. There's not really a frost mage deck right now. So I think this is just a set All the, yeah. fr- all the,
1: all the good frost spells are no longer in standard with the exception of, um, brain freeze, brain freeze, brain freeze and the, and the, uh, the zero mana, uh, flurry spell flurry flurry. Though those are like the only two, because I mean, most people aren't running cone of cold anymore. Um, and and so then there's like hardly hardly anything as far as frost. So I completely agree with you. I think this is this is down the road. But it and plus I mean mage has a bunch of card draw options right now. So it might even be something where it's next year after they you know revamp what the core set looks like. Maybe some more of those frost spells come back. Plus we have you know, two more expansions where there could be some frost spells that are introduced. Um, But this could potentially be good down the road.
2: Yep. I pretty much <laughs> agree with everything that you guys have already said. Like, it it doesn't seem like it's going to be great in the meta now. Maybe there could be some finagling it a little bit if a mage finds it off Font of Power and ends up drawing Brain Freeze, like, specifically, but... Again, that seems really specific. But, yeah. This is probably one that, if it gets played, it's it's going to be later.
0: And then we have the Devout Dungeoneer, which is a three-mana priest minion. 2-3 Battlecry, draw a spell. If it's a holy spell, reduce its cost by two. I don't know about this one. This has the potential to be good, but, like... I could also see it not making it into priest because there's a lot like apotheosis or I mean, like, excuse me, like you still have your sethics and the, the venomous scorpids and generating resources is something priest does a little bit better. So this doesn't seem like it does enough, especially because palm reading still a thing like you can discount a lot more spells and you have better shots at three drops and if you're running priest you're probably not running a lot of minions and the minions you are are there for a very specific purpose so like i maybe maybe after rotation but or there's something coming that might make this more worth it but i don't i don't really see this one seeing a lot of uh time on the field what do you think mage
1: I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. For, first off, most of the spells that I think you're running as priest are probably holy. So uh, from that standpoint, it's you're probably going to get the cost reduction. Then you have to weigh that cost reduction on a single card versus what you could be doing in that slot. And you brought up two very good uh, counter arguments for the three slot. Palm rating is going to do more card reduction across your hand, presumably as well as generate you a card and venomous corporate is going to be able to generate you a card that you have, you know, can potentially um, work for a specific situation. So um, I, I think this is interesting and like, I actually have more faith that devout Dungeoneer could see play at some point than I do frost weave Dungeoneer because, just because of the number of holy spells that priests typically try and run. But I, 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 I have a hard time seeing this working in the short term. But I, I definitely could see some experimenting uh, after the after the mini set goes live. And, and maybe maybe it turns out to be better than we think
0: exactly that's why i'm like i don't know about it but my initial impression is no that's not good enough now
2: right yep scorpid was the first thing that came to my mind too especially like minion for minion scorpid is already in that three slot and it's discovering you something additional and it's a poison minion that generally a lot of decks want to get off the board they might not really care about this two three body um And I feel like right now with the smaller card pool, people probably still will be leaning towards that Scorpid um, unless the meta becomes something that's like the Scorpid is suddenly too slow. And then this can kind of slot in and help them play more cards because they're getting that discount. But for right now, I'm not sure. I do think it's decent, though, and, and I feel like it eventually will see some play.
1: So a note note about Scorpid, is it just me, or I, I know I'm seeing it a lot, but is it difficult to kill right now, it feels like? It feels like to me, at least the decks I'm running, a lot of the stuff that you're playing in the early turns have one or two attack, which means that unless you have a spell specifically to remove it, or you have more than... Or, or can combination minion plus a hero power or, or something that thing is annoying and is like two for wanting and draw and discovering you a card in the process. That card is such a pain in the butt.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and there's not a lot of great three drops for a lot of decks right now. So it's, you're probably seeing a little bit more because of that. Um, I think, like, Rush Warrior can deal with it fairly easily more than some decks, especially because they have the weapons. It's like, all right, cool, I just have this three-attack weapon anyways. But a lot of the minions, yeah, the, the earlier game minions aren't really having that kind of health, especially with things like nobody's playing Zoo Warlock, which generally is where we would see more things like that. So if there were more early game, like, pressure decks... It might be easier to deal with but i feel like a lot of the decks right now don't have a just straight easy at least minion or on board way to deal with it immediately so
1: well well that and it and it seems like a lot of the two drops that are being played are two twos or two threes as opposed to three twos so so it does make it more difficult to to remove the minion well it's just something as we were talking about that and and talking about the uh venomous scorpid in relation to the devout dungeoneer that i'm just like am i the only one that feels like that card is difficult to remove sometimes because it's like yeah i don't know maybe it's the decks i'm blowing or something but yeah it's taking out a three drop or a four drop usually which is a pain
0: yeah definitely is. Okay, so let's move on to the what was revealed today. And first, we have another legendary minion, a druid uh, minion, Lady Anacondra. She is a six mana, three seven. Your nature spells cost two less. Um, which means you can make things free because it does not specify, uh, up to one. So, um. Uh, i have no idea like this is a very powerful effect and an effective uh, a minion and you know there's rough or was it rune totem gruff rune totem or whatever his name is um who gets buffed on or buffs your board with nature spells so i know like fungal fortunes and like obviously a lot of what uh drood's going to do is nature spells so it seems like it could be powerful. I don't know what deck it fits in. So that's yeah. And it's pricey too, right? It's a six drop. So three, seven, six drop that has a very powerful effect. So what it what what is everyone else thinking? I don't she's just one of those cards that I think is like way hard too hard to analyze right now. At least for me. Mage yeah. or Dragonair? <sighs>
2: I, I'm not sure how I feel about this card. I feel like I feel like this card is either going to be one that's like never really played, or it's going to be all of a sudden like, yes, this is super strong and it's played in like almost every Druid deck as long as they're you know not wanting to uh, only have spells. But I like I I can't tell honestly. I and. I'm happy about that because I feel like that means it's a, a pretty good design in terms of, like, it's not overstated. So we're not saying it has a great effect and a great body and everyone's going to play it. But also, I don't know if it is going to see a ton of play or not. I'm <laughs> I'm unsure. I I think for me, my brain is wanting to compare this to Brukan. Which, when that was revealed, when we did our set review, I was like, oh, I love BrewCon, this is so cool, you're going to want to play BrewCon and all these spells. And, like, people tried him, and it just didn't really end up panning out the way that, at least I, I was thinking. And I feel like this card is going to be kind of along the same lines. I, I don't know. What do you think, Mage?
1: So, I, I honestly, I hadn't had a chance to look at the nature spells that druid has access to right now and it's interesting because of the cards that this will affect as much as it is the cards it won't affect nature spells innervate lightning bloom nature studies iron bark living seeds uh mark of the spike shell mark of the wild solar eclipse thorn growth centuries uh, fungal Fortunes, you mentioned, Landscaping, Wild Growth, Overgrowth, Germination, Soul of the Forest, Arbor Up, Force of Nature, Nourish, Runic Carvings, But like so, and uh, Scenarian Ward. But like some of the cards that it's not going to affect, cards that you did not hear, Guess the Weight, which is a pretty solid draw card right now. Lunar Eclipse doesn't get affected by this. Feral Rage, uh, Moon-Touched Amulet, uh, Pride's Fury. Glowfly Swarm is not affected by this because those aren't nature specifically nature spells. Celestial Alignment or uh, Survival of the Fittest or Guardian Animals or Adorable Infestation. Those are all cards. A lot of those spells that we just mentioned there in that second list are are spells that are being run in druid decks right now and and like so i'm not sure the 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 effect is powerful and i think it i think in the short term i don't know if this is a card that sees play but i think long term as we see other spells i think it's going to start to make more sense but um But but yeah it's it's really interesting
0: but but get this lady Anaconda, germination germination the second one's free (laughs) that's a minus six to all your nature spells that's a free rune carving totem and a free uh um what do you call it forest forest. on top of it and on top of that mark of the wild like you you're going wild that turn so yeah i, I don't know yeah. it's i mean I'm really happy hey. for
2: you that one or two games maybe where that works out <laughs> <for you>. <laughs> exactly exactly
0: <laughs> i'm being ridiculous right now like yes that is something that could possibly yeah. happen but yeah obviously
1: yeah uh, power of the wild is not a nature spell or not marked as a nature spell either oh so. never mind yeah it's it just mark feels, of the wild it, which is yeah something different yep yeah, Mark of the Wild is the give a minion taunt in plus two, plus three. So so yeah, I just I just feel like there's definitely some cool things you could do with this card, uh, if you could pull it off. But I think right now all the decks that Druid is running are based around cards that aren't gonna get that 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 uh cost reduction. So I'm not quite sure. Um if if you run this just so that you can get a uh, two-mana less overgrowth and wild growth. But you you want to play those before you would play Lady Atacadra anyway, so I'm not sure.
0: Um, then we have Fang Brown, Fangbound Druid, which is a three-mana, four-three. Taunt, Deathrattle, reduce the cost of a beast in your hand by two. Well, we've seen how effective these cards have been in the past, and... Whew. Even with the next card coming up, I don't really foresee this being a thing, so like it eh, seems not good, but I don't have the full picture right now, but I don't like it. I don't think it's a beast druids going to be a thing, but again, I don't have the whole picture and this might not be for this set. This could be for, you know, the next set and they're setting up, you know, building the beast druid archetype, so If that's a thing, this card plays nicely.
1: It feels hard to run this if you're running Guardian Animals. So I'm not quite sure where this goes because that, to me, feels like the deck that you're running beasts with. So you want to do something that's big beast related, I guess. And you did mention that we are going to have a big beast to talk about in a moment, but... um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure where this goes just yet. It is does have taunt and can reduce the cost of a minion, but yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure where it goes.
2: Yep, I'm kind of in that same thinking right now. Like maybe in the future there's some sort of like taunt beast deck thing that tries to combine some of those taunt cards that we saw that have not seen play.
0: Well, let me ch- let me quick let me play. do a check here. Hadronox, Hadronox, Had Hadron- No, that's still in <laughs> wild. So, yep, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't see that coming back.
2: Yeah. I mean, they they put some taunt stuff in in the sets in the last set, but it just has not seen play. Um yeah, I, I I'm not sure. I It seems cool if you can really get it to give you value but i feel like you would need this effect more than just the one death rattle time so or it needs more support to make it a little better at least that's kind of my thinking on it so
0: okay made you want to give us the that that big beast we were talking about
1: yes so the so the last so the last minion that we have is the 8-mana 4-9 Beast for Druid, the Deviant Dreadfang. Uh, it's a rare card that says, after you cast a nature spell, summon a 4-2 Viper with Rush. Um, we talked about that there's a, a lot of nature spells. Uh, you're obviously going to want to combine this with an Innervate or a lightning bloom and I'll several, probably want to get at least a couple of those uh four-two vipers. The fact that it's four nine, which is going to make it somewhat difficult to remove, uh, is pretty good. The fact that if you compare it with a, a nature spell or two, it can affect the board state is pretty is a mark in its favor as well. Um yeah, if you can reduce the cost of it with the Fang-bound Druid, that's even better. Um, but this is definitely a late-game card, and I, I'm very interested in seeing whether or not this actually works. I, it, it has potential, in my
2: opinion. Dragon Rider? Yep. I agree. I can see potential... Um, I'm not gonna be happy to see my opponent get this off of uh... Oh, what is it? Not guardian. Pfft. Brain. <laughs> wow, my brain doesn't want to work. The uh, the eight that gives you an eight arm eight armor scenario ward. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait! That's... You're not you're not thinking about marsh hydra either. The seven mana seven seven that went rush when it attacks, you get an eight drop. <laughs>
1: No, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I'm sure I was. i mean, she wasn't either. See? You gotta look for your (laughs) outs.
2: Well, I guess if if someone's playing that, but...
1: To be fair, I watched Grandmasters and saw Fizzy Elemental actually helped win a game this this last weekend, so anything is possible.
0: Exactly.
2: But uh, this seems really interesting, and I... I think it has potential, I'm just still not sure what it goes in. Um, Because I feel like even if you're playing it when you had full mana, you still have to play, like, cheap nature spells to get more value off of it, so... yes, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm not sure if people are gonna immediately start, like, slotting it into their decks, though. But... Is this... Maybe if there's more support for it, or... If people come up with some other like big big beast thing, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Is this just bad exotic mount seller?
1: <laughs> well, there are there are nine a- <laughs> there are nine nature spells that are two mana or less. Nine mm-hmm. of them, and um, Iron Bark, Innervate, and Lightning Bloom can cost zero. And you have another one, Nature Studies, that actually reduces the cost of a spell by one. So, there's, it's possible. I, I it, It's a more difficult mount seller, I think. So strictly yeah, worse.
2: More difficult, but like the minions are consistent. You know what, you're getting at. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for instead sure. Instead of just random, but. Yeah, it feels a little bit harder to pull off. Plus, it's uh, it's already starting at 8, right? Wasn't Mount Cellar less than... Three?
0: It was 7. Mount Cellar was 7. Yeah. But you couldn't reduce Mount Cellar. You can possibly reduce Deviant Dreadfang because it is Shula. a beast. Let's just have a couple Fangbound Druids die. Then all a sense of 4 mana Deviant Dreadfang. <laughs> oh, Dread God. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Just have that in your hand. And
0: both Fang Brown Druids. (laughs)
2: Yeah. All right. It's a plan.
0: I mean, you play (coughs) him on the same turn. You play him Mm -hmm. on the same turn on turn three with an innervated lightning boom. Bam. You're good to go.
2: Yeah. And then you just used all your cheap nature spells. So then you can't (laughs) spell them for two. I'm some holes in this plan
0: here. (laughs) Don't question me. I am. I know what I'm talking about. I'm good at Hearthstones. You are. So,
1: so speaking of a card that might have some plans associated with it to make it work, we have the last card that's been revealed. It is a one mana rogue spell, Savory Deviate Delight. It says transform a minion in both players' hands into a pirate or stealth minion this is this is weird to me Uh, weird and kind of interesting but not really i guess I, i it's interesting because you're potentially disrupting something your opponent might be doing but again as we talked about uh with uh with uh Mutanus. It's it's hard to know what you're going to hit and if it's going to actually be anything all that important. uh But there's some there's some uh, and, and we're not seeing stealth be a particularly powerful uh thing for rogue right now. It definitely has been at at, at various points. Um, there's definitely some interesting pirates out there, so you could high roll an interesting pirate, but. I mean I don't know. I think you get this off wandmaker and that's that's how that's going to see a majority of its play at least in the short term. So the,
0: the 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 way I see it being played is you have four mana at the start of your turn, you play hidden hidden pass or secret passage. You have Wandmaker and three other spells in your hand. Then you play the Wandmaker. You get this card, and that's when you play it. Because I don't foresee you wanting to change any of your cards unless it's like, well, unless I get a miracle here, I wo- I lose. But, you know, that's that's what the card is. like. The thing is, you can high roll your opponent, too, or they come out way better than when they went in, so... Like you could deliver a massive problem for yourself. So it's uh it uh it is disruption, but it's um I don't feel like it's great disruption.
1: Yeah, rogue is based around having some pretty specific minions, right? You wouldn't want to change your Octobot or Field Contact or Jandis into or kazakas if you're i can't playing kazakas you don't want to change any of those into a stealth minion or a pirate
0: i would the, the only card i could think you, you'd you be okay with it is you're desperate and you you're like all right screw it guardian Og merchant like yeah go ahead and change that into something else like I, I, I don't need the battle cry. I need something bigger than that. And that would have to be the only minion in your hand. Like, this is unplayable if Jandis is in your hand. This is unplayable if Alkstraza or Kazakus or a field contact or Mancrick. Uh, I'm thinking every minion Miracle Rogue plays, this would not see play.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, you don't want to change any of those. I, li- I like my minions the way yeah, they exactly. are. Thank very much. And, uh, yeah, exactly.
0: And
2: you You don't want to play this in Miracle Rogue, for sure.
0: You might you're probably more okay with it playing it in weapon rogue if you get it pulled from, um, from one maker there. Like I feel like that might be more okay because like yeah your prize wonders are valuable but maybe having a a minion you can put on board that your opponent can't interact with or a pirate that draws you a card or just or gives you, I don't know I I'm grasping at straws for this one.
2: i maybe my my thinking on this is a little harsh but i feel like this is a card that they put in and you can just say well you have a tool to answer stuff in the meta here you go (laughs) Uh, rogues don't want to play this at least not right now maybe there is some sort of rogue deck that comes out where where you want to play this or something but maybe maybe even you just can play this in like other decks that play one maker and give up one maker and you're like hey this isn't too bad here but as a rogue itself it seems not very good and it feels like you also have to have a very specific meta kind of like we talked about with mutinous and like mage said like you're looking to hit very certain things of your opponents. So just I don't know. It's a tool that can do something, but I don't know about it right it's, now. It's it's a
0: tool in the same sense you could try and put out a forest fire with a screwdriver. Like, sure you could attempt to do it, but it's probably not gonna do what you thought it was going to, so <laughs> Yeah that's it that's a south park forest, that's a th- forest fire <laughs> with a skirt that driver, that's huh? that's a, that's an old south park reference from terrence and I, Phillip where they they encounter ugly bob and they say ugly bob your face looks like someone tried to put out a forest fire with a screwdriver <laughs> uh, i love that line <laughs> it's just so absurd uh but that is all the cards we have right now um by the time you're listening to it, I'm sure you've seen everything else and you're enjoying having full set knowledge. But as of right now, we don't. So, ah, uh, so let's let's go into this week's poll question, Mage. What what are we what are we asking the folks this week?
1: All right, so we talked about the eight cards that we've seen so far. Two of them actually have a component where they can disrupt the opponent's hand. And so we wanted to know (coughs) if you like Coffin. No, we wanted to know if you, do you like opponent hand disruption cards? Uh, Answers are yes, no, or you're not sure. So please let us know, vote, and we'll talk about the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find
0: the show on Twitter at Dr3HS follow our top pin tweet to join our discord <laughs> and you can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com and you can find myself at daringalkaline on twitter twitch.tv forward slash daring dragon rider where can the people find you
2: you can find me uh, streaming monday through saturday starting at 6 a.m mountain time at twitch.tv slash dragonriderdk and you can find me on twitter at Donnie DK. and uh, i'm going to be working on doing a lot more consistent uh, youtube content uh, for more variety of stuff so make sure you keep an eye out for that as well
0: awesome we will and if you haven't where can where can they subscribe to you on the youtube at
2: uh, you should be able to find me uh, Dragon Rider DK on YouTube as well, but it's also linked on my Twitch and Twitter pages as well.
0: Perfect. And mage take us home.
1: You can find me on Twitter. I'm at MageDeath Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You could find me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/MageDeath as well. Hopefully with less coughing. But who knows? No promises. <laughs> yeah not not this week anyway i I guess
0: exactly sorry about that everyone don't worry about it i'm coughing too so i think it's allergy season so all right guys well thank you as always for tuning in this week and listening to another episode of dr
1: three Is that me? Tennis. Set it off. Set it off. Set it off. Boom.